0: Nanzaki is with us for business. Kia ora. Profit has surged for Tourism Holdings.
1: Kia ora Charlotte. Yes, campervan company Tourism Holdings' first-half profit has surged 58% on a rebound in demand, despite erratic vehicle market and challenging economic conditions. The company has made a net profit of nearly $38 million, with revenue growing 72%. It has a wide range of rental operations on both sides of the Tasman and in the U.S. as well as a as well as a camper van retail operation. T.H.L. Chief Executive Grant Webster sees the company is outperforming in its key markets while dealing with volatility in vehicle sales.
0: We're seeing that tourism is coming back very strongly right across the world, which is pleasing. Um, the acquisition or merger with Apollo Tourism letter in here as well. So an extra five months trading of that business, that obviously makes a difference. Outlook remains positive. We've said that our impact will be somewhere around 75 million. That is slightly down on the full year, prior year, but there's a number of items in behind that. More importantly, we've reiterated our goal that we can achieve 100 million NPAT in FY26. So growth-orientated company, looking forward to the future.
1: And Tourism Holdings has reinstated its interim dividend of 4.5 cents a share. Mercury Energy's first-half profit has slipped on higher costs and one-off items, as the company said it would press on with several renewable energy projects. The company reported a profit of $174 million, compared with the year before of $239 million, which is on the back of overflowing hydro-lakes. Mercury's chief executive, Vince Hawksworth, says it's done well to sustain earnings, but the issue is to press on with a billion-dollar pipeline of renewable generation projects, including a geothermal plant and wind farm. He says with the country targeting 60% of all energy demand by 2050 being supplied by renewable energy, it's critical for a combined national approach to achieve it. We continue to work hard at advocating for a whole of system view of the transition and we will continue to do so. Um, New Zealand can't be successful in this space without the full supply, you know, the full value chain working together to get um, both distribution, transmission, generation and customers all lined up and that is critically important in our view. And Mercury has joined contact energy in expecting higher short-term prices before a longer-term levelling out and decline as new projects meet rising demand. Steel products company Steel & Tubes' profit has fallen by more than 50% as softer economic conditions cut into sales and revenue. Its after-tax profit for the six months ended December was $5.3 million, as revenue fell 17% to just over $261 million. The company sees it's a solid result, given the economic circumstances, with underlying earnings above its guidance range and margins improving. Chief Executive Mark Malpas says uh, its cost-cutting program is progressing well and is offering inflationary, is offsetting inflationary pressures. But he says volumes were subdued across all sectors. The macro trends that we'd seen in the second half of the 2023 financial year continued. The economic recovery took longer than we anticipated. Inflation remains high, as do interest rates, and that has put pressure on customer demand resulting in subdued trading and volumes remaining under pressure. Activity has also been softer ahead of the 2023 general election in October. And while business confidence has increased, investment intentions remain flat. Steel & Tube did not provide full year guidance, but says economic conditions will likely be challenging in the short term. Well, in other earnings news this morning, land company Winton has reported a 72% drop in first-half profit to nearly $10 million, with an 8% downturn in revenue. The company sold fewer units over the period after record sales the year before. It says the outlook is positive, but it is prepared for sales to remain slower as, as long as inflation and interest rates remain high. The company will pay an interim dividend of just over half a cent a share for the period. An outdoor goods retailer, KMD Brand, sees the group's first-half sales are expected to be down 14.5% on the year earlier, to about $469 million. The company, which owns Kathmandu, sees the decline reflects weak consumer demand, with drops of 9-20% to for its major brands. And a Productivity Commission report shows what it calls clear and strong connections between the challenges of building resilience, fostering innovation and raising productivity. It says uncertain and volatile economic and geopolitical fe- factors just reinforce the need to tackle these challenges. It sees a combination of several factors such as as a trade war in Asia, a technological threat to the dairy industry and a massive spike in oil prices could see between 24,000 and 112,000 jobs affected and a third of those laid off permanently. The Commission sees investment to support the mobility of people and other productive resources as required to improve economic resilience. It's also recommended the government build the capacity for firms, the capability rather, for firms and industries to identify trade exposures and look at the risks to supply chains. Well, turning now to the markets and we're joined by Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. Uh, Good afternoon, Malika. Uh, Earnings season continuing, of course, a few there this morning. How are we looking uh, for the local share market?
0: Yeah, um, that is really what's having the impact on our market at the moment after the U.S. was closed overnight with no offshore leads. So looking at some of those you touched on this morning, um, mercury is up $0.11 at 6 dollars 795 THL is down $0.11 at $3.46. Steel and Tubes down $0.02 at $1.13. And that just sees our market um, down half a percent or 58 points at 11,595 points. And just looking at some of the bigger movers on the market today, A2 Milk's down $0.26 cents at $5.88. e um sorry, down $0.59 cents at $36.12. Infratool's down $0.07 cents at $10.35. Meridian is down $0.06 5 at $5.55 and a half. And Ryman's down $0.15 cents at $4.73.
1: Okay, can we just have a headline Australian number and then the New Zealand
0: dollar? Sure, um, the All Ords is down 25 points, or 0.3% at 7,888 points. New Zealand dollar a bit weaker in this morning's trading. We're buying 61.4 US cents, 94 Australian cents, 48.8 pence, 56.99 euro cents, 92.25 yen and 4.43 yuan. And
1: that leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold.
0: The 90-day bank bills are sitting at 5.725%, the five-year swaps at 4.677% and the 10-years at 4.717%. Gold is $2,017 US an ounce and uh, oil is $83.35 US a barrel.
1: Thank you, Malika. That's Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners with our market update, and we'll have a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kill.